This is Mornings with Ian Smith, uh, live through to 12 o'clock here on SENZ. And we talk now about uh, the New Zealand under-19 cricket sides, uh, inside an- announced for the ICC Cricket World Cup in South Africa. Wellington all-rounder Oscar Jackson will captain a 15-strong squad. Uh, for the tournament being played in South Africa in January and February. The tour, touring party features three players, Mason Clark, Tom Jones and uh, Snehith Reddy, who are young enough to be selected for the next Under-19 World Cup in 2026, alongside some familiar family names to Kiwi cricket fans. Um, Otago spinning all round. Is that coming? The son of Black Caps uh, turned commentator and coach Craig Cumming. And brother of Otago Volts batter Jacob uh, has been selected. We are delighted to welcome to the show a man who can offer more than a few insights on this. Uh, it is uh, John Bassett Graham who joins the program. Johnny, welcome aboard. How are you doing today? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. Thanks. Yeah, good to be here. All right. Um, the strengths of the side, current network coach that you are, you'll be well versed. How how much was determined by the recently completed under-19 uh, tournament that you've held, won by Auckland, I think, beating Wellington in the final? Was it sort of, we've got a blank page, we're going to fill it based on that? Um, well, I think a, a tournament like that always carries a fair bit of weight. Um, it's your opportunity to see everyone compete at a you know pretty similar level. Um, so it is a big part of our selection process, but I guess it's not the only part of our selection process. We've obviously worked with uh, a big group of these players throughout the winter um, and in our preparation to, to go into Darwin um, to qualify for this World Cup. So, yeah, it was a little bit more than just the, the tournament itself, but certainly the, the tournament gone was a, was a big part of our selection process. And how how did you feel about the team's performances, relative strengths and weaknesses after that qualifying tournament in uh, in Darwin? Um, oh, I think we we competed to a high level. Difficult to um, I guess gauge um, where we we're at in, in terms of uh, yes, yeah, some of the uh, opposition we're coming against. We're probably going to have a fair bit more of a challenge at the World Cup coming up. Um, but no, we were really impressed with, with how the guys, uh, I guess, one, performed, but two, sort of bought into, I guess, our you know style of play and, and our culture. Um, yeah. Just going back to that under-19 uh, men's national tournament at Lincoln, um, you know, across the board... Have we got good stocks across all facets? Uh, are we oversupplied in some, undersupplied in others? You know, you know. I, I guess what I'm asking here is, how rich was was the list of potential candidates to make the final squad? Uh, yeah, I, I, was, I can comfortably say it was pretty rich. It made for a really difficult selection um, conversation. I, I think the depth across um, our skill sets is is really healthy. Uh, there's certainly you know, a number of players who are really unfortunate to miss out on selection here and, and they'll go on and have really successful careers. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we, we've got a nice balance in the squad of, of 15 with with four genuine frontline pace bowlers, uh, you know, a pace bowling all-rounder um, and four quality spinners, um, you know, three of which can, you know, genuinely say they're, they're all-rounders as well. So, yeah, I think the depth across... Um, 
yeah, all of the MAs uh, at that under-19 level is, is looking really good. Uh, tell us about Oscar Jackson, your captain. Why does he get that honour? Uh, he led us incredibly well uh, in Darwin. Um, I guess he's he's very much a, a leader of this group, both off the field as well as on it. Uh, we were really impressed with with I guess his, his tactical skills and his and, and just how he sort of deals with a lot of the players is is really impressive for a young guy. So yeah, he was a bit of a, a no brainer uh, pick for captain in in our opinion. Tell us about the bowling stocks, the fast bowling stocks. Um, it's of great fascination uh, to the average New Zealand cricket fan uh, about the next tier of fast bowlers coming through. We've been incredibly well served um, at the Black Caps level. Um, these, these players now are reaching their mid-30s, so the natural sort of end of their career is not far away. So, so tell us about some of the quick bowlers you have at your disposal. Yeah, as I said, we, we've picked four front-line um, pace bowlers, so Ryan Sorgas, uh, Wellington, Ewald Schroeder from Northern Districts, left arm quick, uh, Matt Rowe from CD, um, and young Mason Clark uh, from Otago. So, yeah, all of them, uh, I guess, bring a slightly different sort of set of skills with ability to swing the ball um, and then bowl through sort of all phases of the game. Um, but yeah, I think they're all exciting prospects, you know, and that this is going to be a good a good step up and a really good challenge for them. Um, yeah, so we're really, really excited to see how they go. You've also got uh, four spin bowling options. That's obviously a reflection on the conditions you're likely to, to encounter. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, we think that uh, East London, we will play our, our pool games. We've spoken to a number of coaches who've had experiences over there. Um, you know, we're, we're making sure we've got, I guess, our bases covered in terms of, uh, yeah, what those conditions may likely be. And as you said, four, four spinners. We've got two, two leg spinners who, who complement each other um, quite nicely. They're, they're very different in, in how they go about it. Um, and then a right arm off uh, in, in Tanea Threddy and our left arm ortho uh, in Olituakia. So, yeah. Nice sort of skill sets um, covered there, and as I said, three of them, um, you know, certainly have a lot of skill with the bat as well, which which really complement the balance of our side. Excuse my ignorance here. How, how many have any sort of maybe top level domestic experience? Is any player played a game or two here? I know um, you know spots are pretty hard to come by with just six uh, associate teams, but. Uh, if they haven't already, you'd expect a lot of this group to be playing at that level within a season or two? Uh, oh, I'm cautious of ever, ever putting sort of expectations yeah. on timelines. Um, I think a lot of this group are, are going to go on and play domestic cricket. Um, as you said, you know, it's competitive to, to break into those those sides and those squads. Um, but that'll, that'll come in time, I'm sure. Uh, and this group of 15, no, we don't have anyone who's, who's yet uh, debuted in their, their domestic environment. Um, yeah, unfortunately, with, with Cam Paul, who, who injured his shoulder in our national tournament, he would have been likely the, the one who had, um, as he had played two games for Canterbury. Um, so, no, this group's got a, a, lot of, a lot of cricket and a lot of those uh, opportunities ahead of them. You know, 
There is, you know, sad stories all around, uh, you know, players missing out. And I know you've, uh, you know, named a bunch in a group of substitutes, but um, I'm sure you're probably feeling for Cam too. To, to miss out on a tournament like this uh, through injuries, uh, pretty heartbreaking for a youngster. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yeah, we, we feel for him. Um, and, and as you mentioned rightly there, we, you know, we feel for all the guys who, who have missed out here. It, you know, it, it is a, an experience, um, you know, that these guys will jo- enjoy for sure. Um, and I guess a lot of the bigger messages here are it is, it is just one step, you know. It's not the, the make or break to, to players' futures and careers. We've, we certainly have plenty of... Um, I guess players playing in the Black Caps who who, who likely missed out on their their under nineteen opportunities as well. So yeah, certainly feel for Cam. It's it's it was pretty tough, but we're you know we're going to be supportive of him. Um, you know, and, and he's got a big future ahead of himself, as do you know the guys equally who have missed out. Uh, let's get to the tournament itself. Uh, four groups of four. Uh, without having read the tournament rules, I'm sure you can forgive me on that, Johnny. What do you have to finish in top two to progress? You know, how how does it work? Yeah, well, yes, four groups of four. Um, my understanding is the 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 bottom team in each pool break away and and then will play themselves. So those four teams almost create a uh, a pool there. Um, so essentially, yeah, it's the top three teams from each pool go together um, and join uh, another pool. So we're in Group D, we would join Group A. Um, essentially, you carry your points through from the original pool play, play two more games. So you just play your uh, the two teams that uh, rank either side of you. That sort of makes sense. You just don't play the team that's... Um, finish the same as you in the pool stage and then it's straight into a semi-final final so yeah so we'll join group a which has Bangladesh India Ireland and the US so yeah three of the four teams will likely come again so sort of a super six uh, type setup as we've seen in past sort of men's World Cups you've been drawn against Afghanistan Nepal and Pakistan how important is it to find out about those players and how do you do that exactly? I, I, I'm guessing scouting video is going to be easy, uh, not easy to come by. Um, yeah, we're actually talking about this uh, a little bit this morning as a um, coaching staff. Uh, I think fortunately enough, the um, Nepal and Afghanistan are currently playing in a um, in a tournament at the moment, which we can dig up a little bit of footage. Um, so we're working on that, um, and certainly it's going to be a bit of a challenge. It's going to be a bit of a unique experience for a number of these guys coming against players that they've never seen before. I think a lot of their, their cricket to date, they're, they're quite familiar with uh, a lot of the opposition. So, yeah, it's going to be a big part of our role to, to get the information we can to present to them so that they're not going in, um, I guess, too blind. Um, so we're, we're certainly digging up as much as we can at the moment. Yeah, I completely understand that. I can't help but think back to the Under-19 World Cup we hosted a few years ago when Mujib, who of course was playing for Afghanistan, came in, mystery spinner, completely baffled us all. I couldn't even pick when watching on a replay, uh, let alone 
how these young cricketers were trying to figure it out in the middle. Uh, so I'm sure there'd be um, plenty of uh, slow bowling options and quality spin um, options in those uh, three sides. So t- tell us about how you prepare from here up until your first game, I think, which is what you depart on January 11th. You know, how are you going about uh, preparing these players throughout Christmas and into the new year? Correct. Oh, we're, we're having to lean on our, our major associations to support a lot of the, you know, the training environments at the moment. Uh, so we'll be getting together as a, as a group on uh, January 11th. So between the, our coaching staff um, and our support staff, we're, we're just working really closely with, with each individual in, in the squad to, to understand what their priorities are from a training perspective, you know, both, um, you know, their, their strength and conditioning and um, connecting in uh, with our sports psychologist, um, Warwick Wood, as well, to, to sort of work in that space in terms of preparing mentally for such a big event. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, it's essentially our lead-in. We've got the, the sort of four weeks, so fortunately there's... Um, yeah, a number of players in Auckland, a number of players in Wellington that connect in as, as a group um, to train and, and preparation. So, yeah, we're just keeping really close with, with this group and um, it's going to be one of the challenges is, is I guess, maximising the time once we arrive in January. We, we do have the two warm-up games against uh, the West Indies and, and Scotland and we certainly have a bit of time there to, uh, to train as well and, and connect to... I guess the conditions over there as well. Good man, Johnny. Really appreciate your time. Wish you and the whole squad uh, all the best. We look forward to following the action, which starts on January 21st against Nepal. Thanks for your time. No, awesome. Thanks for having me.